Well, folks, Shaw, Jerry Adams, Arish, August Morris Gra, Tasula Gumsa, Goel Shivsha, Gumoy Tommy Fairway, August, uh, be me just like Swina, we Roddy Aharla, on Ged Podcast Ella, be Richie Neal, August Diniella, O Washington and Shawlin, and I met with Richie, who's the chair of the Ways and Means Committee on Capitol Hill. He, he led a congressional delegation from Washington to Brussels to London, Dublin to the Blaskets, to Derry and to Belfast. And he met, and they met a very wide range of political representatives, including our Sinn Féin leadership, Mary Lou and Michelle, including government representatives and representatives of civic society, as well as as well as well uh, folks in the European Union. Oh, and the Blaskets, you're, you're asking me about the Blaskets. Why, why did he go there? Well, in 1953, the last people who lived on the Blasket Islands were forced to leave this beautiful place off the coast of Kerry because of the lack of necessary services. And some of them went to Springfield in Massachusetts in the USA. And that's Richie Needle's district. So naturally, a visit to Ireland had to include a visit to Dunquin and then a short helicopter flight to the Great Blasket. And I wonder what Peg would have thought of that. But, but I'd, I'd digress. Arish, Peg would say. So, back to the main point of this little podcast. In, in the course of his visit up to this part of Ireland, our part of Ireland, Congressman Neil spoke of the planter and the gale. Now, way back in the day, one of my Adam's ancestors was almost certainly a planter. So I have a certain connection with that term. And although I am avowedly a gale, I have no ways to ignore my roots. We all have to come from somewhere. Indeed, at some point, I would love to find the time to delve into my planter history. Richie Neal's comment was benign. The first time I heard, to my recollection, the first time I heard the phrase the planter and the gale was when Peter Robinson used it in a speech in 2004. He said... When I speak of our people, I speak of those who share my unionist philosophy and those who do not. I speak of both the planter and the gale. That's what he said. And Peter was talking at that time about his hopes of an outcome to negotiations. And he used the same term again in 2006 when a deal was put together. He said then, I hope that the sons and daughters of the planter and the gale have found a way to share the land of their birth and live together in peace. Now, I liked Peter's remarks at that time. I still do. I saw his use of the planter and the gale as being well-intended, like Chairman Neal's remarks. I was puzzled then to learn that some unionist leaders had taken umbrage of what Richie had said, that they claimed the planter term was offensive. 
Now, maybe in a different context, they may have a point. But if they didn't take the needle at Peter Robinson, why be offended by Richie Neal? All of us who live here should know by now that this is where we all belong. This is our home. Wherever we came from, this is now our native land. So we should make the most of it and make this the best place it can be, inclusive of all of us. Poets John Hewitt and John Montague did that very well in a series of readings they conducted across the North in November 1970. The poems they read were published by the Arts Council at the time and they are still available online and I would recommend them. I'm a fan of both John Montague and John Hewitt. In this collection, both poets explore the experience, their experience of Ulster and the tradition which shaped their verses. As the Arts Council introduction says, the two bodies of work complement each other, much like we should do, unless we want to be separate, unless we believe in division. Now, no sensible person would want that, surely. It's much better to live in harmony and equality with a benign tolerance for difference. And then, as DUP leader, or former DUP leader, Peter Robinson said, I hope that the sons and daughters of the planter and the gale have found a way to share the land of their birth and live together in peace. So let's get on with it and let's make that happen. I'm asking you, and this this will be uh, part of a podcast which goes out on Sunday, so part of the activities I'm going to ask you to be part of will we'll have passed, but only part of it. And this is around the Spring Hill Massacre. And the Spring Hill Massacre was one which happened very close to where I used to live when two adults and three children were shot dead on July the 9th, 1972 by the British Army. And Natasha Butler's grandfather, Paddy was one of those, Paddy Butler. And the 50th anniversary of this event will take place in five weeks. So this week, Natasha posted a video asking the public to support a sponsored walk by the Time for Truth campaign. And that's the one which will be over by the time you hear this podcast because it's been held on Saturday morning on June the 4th. And it's up over the Black and Devis Mountains. And the aim of the walk is to raise public awareness around the British government's current efforts to pass legislation that will protect British Army and RUC personnel responsible for the deaths of over 700 people. And the law, which has been branded a bill of shame by victims' relatives, will make it virtually impossible for victims and their families to secure truth. And Natasha posted uh, a little very short video on YouTube. This is what she said. My name is Natasha Butler. My grandfather, Paddy Butler, was 38 years old when he was shot dead by the British Army here in Spring Hill in July 1972 
along with three local teenagers and our parish priest. My mother was only 20 months old at the time. For 50 years, my grandmother, my mother, and now myself have fought to have the truth told about what happened during the Spring Hill West Rock massacre. The British government are now telling these legacy families who are still waiting for their inquest dates that they have no right to the truth, that they have no right to justice. To them, we are irrelevant. We are invisible. Now I, this is Natasha speaking, and other legacy families will never accept this. The Time for Truth campaign will hold sponsored walks to raise funds to continue our campaign for truth and justice. I do not want my children to have to carry on this fight. We have all suffered long enough. It must stop here with my generation. So I'm asking you to help us to keep the pressure on the British government. We need your help. So please walk for time for truth. Walk for legacy, families and sponsor someone who will walk if you can't do it yourself. Stand with us as we tell the British government that we're not invisible. So these walks, as I said previously, are along, it's a smashing day out actually, or a morning out, you know, along the Summit Trail, which is four miles, the Ridge Trail, which is just over four miles, and the combination of the two trails, which obviously would be about eight miles. And we're asking folks if you can uh, email Kieron info at tftcampaign.com if you're prepared to help with raising funds or with any sort of sponsorship. So what what happened on that day in July 1972, on that evening? Well, Father Fitzpatrick, Father Noel Fitzpatrick, He was shot dead by the British Army as he went to administer the last rites to the dead and dying. And Paddy Butler, Natasha's granda, he was hit by the bullet that killed Father Fitzpatrick. A 19-year-old Martin Dudley was shot in the back of the head and seriously wounded as a second British Army sniper opened fire as Martin got out of a car. And then 17-year-old John Dougal was shot dead and his friend Brand Pettigrew was seriously injured as they tried to assist Martin Dudley. And then we 13-year-old Margaret Gargan was shot dead by another British Army sniper and 15-year-old David McCaffrey was shot dead as he tried to pull Father Fitzpatrick and Paddy Butler out of the line of fire. That's what happened, folks, in seconds. The British propaganda machine immediately went into action and as they had done the previous August in Ballamurphy and in January in Derry after Bloody Sunday, the British Army branded those they had murdered as gunmen, killed during a gun battle with the IRA. And we all knew that wasn't true. The local community and the families knew that there had been no gun battle. They knew that no one had fired at the British Army. But in media reports, the lie was told and told and told again. The Spring Hill West Rock Massacre Inquest is part of the series of legacy inquests that are to be held. 
and they are under risk of not being held because the new Bill of Shame being brought in by the British government will stop them. And the Springhill and West Rock families and their legal team hope to get it listed before the end of April 2023. And they're actually pressing the coroner's office to list it for a preliminary hearing. Now, obviously the British government's Bill of Shame, Boris Johnson's Bill of Shame, places a concern over all of this. Help these families, help all of the victims of the conflict, help people to get closure and truth. I want to commend the families, the folks from Springhill, from West Rock, like the hundreds of others in similar circumstances for their courage and resilience in the face of British government intransigence and efforts to cover up the violent and criminal actions of their forces. So well done, all involved. And let's keep going, folks. So Shin Misha, I thought that uh, we could finish with our old friend Christy, Christy Moore, and very fine song, The Least We Can Do. Shine Gunagi Saltas and Amsher Jas, Burigi Boo, Slan Live. The least we could do is make the world a better place. Not just for a few. But all the human race To end wars and quarrels Make John Lennon's dream come true To build a new set of morals It's the least we could do Some love and compassion When people are feeling low Make it not just a fashion That may come and go Bring an end to oppression Presents the truth and be free without expression. It's the least we could do. So follow this rainbow deep into the evening sun. And pray that its colors will together blend as one. Seek and we may find the dreamy love to pursue. A peace.
for all mankind It's the least we could do So follow his rainbow Deep into the evening sun And pray that it's colors Will together blend as one Seek and we may find The dreamy loved to pursue A peace for all mankind It's the least that we could do